the only way I know a podcast is going to be good if I get if if I if my hands hurt after a clap. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I know my energy is uh, <laughs> where it needs to be. Yeah, the you only clap is like where the the power comes from. It's like a, an energy source, basically. It's yeah, a exactly. rare. It's a rare medium when there where there's only one clap. Like in most situations where you cl- when you clap, you clap like multiple times. Like yeah. Yeah. You know, for an extended period of time. Podcasting is really like one of the very rare cases besides maybe when you when there's a mosquito and you want to kill it and then you clap once and hit it. Or if you've got those uh those lights that you clap yeah, clapping oh, lights. Or, or if yeah. you like, you're a teacher and a child is asleep on the desk and you want to <laughs> shock them into waking up and you clap like next to their ear. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, you can't do that anymore because of cancel culture. So. That's true. Cancel culture That's says right. you're not allowed to clap in class anymore. Oh, <laughs> uh, you have a child sleeping in your class. You have to say, mm, what are your pronouns? <laughs> 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 That's mm. so true. Uh, your, my pronouns are s- snooze, <laughs> snore, sleepy, uh, sleepy uh, uh, tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. S- wow. Well, you know who else is sleepy? Um, Dale Cooper. I guess I don't know. Audiences, uh, in twenty seventeen. Yeah. When... <laughs> when they slept on Twin Peaks: The Return, no one was talking about it. Yeah, really went under the radar. Yeah, low key, a low key thing. Yeah. Should we get? Should we? Should we introduce ourselves? Please. Should we get into it? In heaven, everything is fine. In heaven, everything is fine. In heaven, everything is fine. podcast where we talk about david lynch movies uh in all their glory and power and uh, emotion and stuff um this week uh we were we are talking about the return which is a little tv series from peaks the return just to clarify uh that you may have watched uh i'm your host Chaz, and wow you're very wet <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I mean, host, yeah, I know. Did you know David Lynch was very hard to get convinced that he makes a third season for uh, for Twin Peaks? But the only thing that convinced him is that there was his one demand is that he can put Kyle MacLachlan in some of the worst wigs you've ever seen. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Jan, and you're going down. Life in prison, Bill. Life in prison. <laughs> I love that scene so much. I, <laughs> that whole dialogue in that bit where he's like, I know about the affair. I've always known. <laughs> so good. Matthew Lillard uh, putting his whole pussy into that role for no reason. He didn't have to go that hard. Yeah. He does, though. He's just like, he's making so many noises. His face is contorting into so many shapes. It's so good. 
Uh, okay, yeah. So we we talked about we talked about. Let me let me just take a second. This week, Twin Peaks was a television show. Twin Peaks was a television show in 1991. Yeah, so this month we're talking about the first four episodes of Twin Peaks: The Return, uh, which we have watched, and we're gonna talk about what did you think about it? Did you like them? Did you really like them? <laughs> I I had a great time with these episodes. Yeah, that's so good. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, Alex is uh, Al Alec. Just one. Alec yeah. is in uh, is uh, in the Black Lodge. Oh shit! Ooh, this month. Yeah, Ooh. he's been replaced by a double, and we said the double couldn't come on because he had bad vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He <laughs> uh, didn't greet us properly. Yeah, he didn't. Right, he, right. he wasn't normal. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah. Uh, how, a how Showtime limited series. A Showtime limited series. What does that mean that it's a limited series? Is that just that it's Who knows? one season? It's the third season. <laughs> like this is it. Three. Or maybe that it's it's limited to Showtime uh, subscribers. Maybe but you don't normally call things a limited series. <laughs> okay, so maybe a limited not. series is a program with an end date. Um. And a limit to the number of episodes each dated by the release of the first episode. So okay, it just it's says got, on... it's like it's like a one season yeah. sort of thing. Okay, so like a mini series. Yeah, I mean it is like out of has, yeah. This is a very long mini series. Out of all yes. the like titles this can get, because the Wikipedia article just says Twin Peaks season three, and then it mm-hmm. says also known as Twin Peaks: Call and Return and Twin Peaks: A Limited Event Series. But actually, if you look at the if you look at the poster, it says uh, it is happening again. Twin Peaks: A Limited Event Series: The, the Return, May twenty one, <laughs> nine pm showtime. So, so it's just all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Twin Peaks: The Limited Return. I remember some people when it came out were like really insistent how important it is that it is called the Return because it's such an important word, such a powerful word. It's I don't really not. get why. I you you're taking it's, it too seriously, my friends. It's fine. Yeah. It's returned. It's it returned. turned once, but now it it's done it again. It's it's re- returning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it did return. It returned, and it was made despite all uh things that should have made it not happen. You know, all the obstacles that Mr. Lynch had to overcome in order to to do the series. Yeah, not enough wigs you... for Kyra Clarkland. <laughs> exactly. Oh. <laughs> um. At one point, he threatened to walk because they wouldn't let him do the number of episodes that he wanted to do. Um, and then everyone was like, yeah, we'll walk if David walks. We're not doing it without David. What the fuck would be the point? Yeah. Uh, and they let him They let him have all 18 episodes. Um, At one point, there was a huge dispute because he wanted to have a cowboy character. But people were telling him, <laughs> you can't name him Jesse McCree. <laughs> you can name him Cole Cassidy, but you can't name him Jesse McCree. Yeah, David Lynch couldn't. You couldn't convince David Lynch to call, to call him Cole Cassidy, so he was like, "No, I will not make this show." Um, mm. But then instead, he made Mulholland Drive and put the cowboy in that. Uh, so that's how that happened. Yeah. So originally, it was going to be nine episodes long, um, <laughs> <laughs> but sure. but it's not now. Now it's eighteen episodes. Which is, you know, maybe good, maybe bad. We'll see. But at the moment with these four, it's yeah, very um, good. I could imagine this being... I could imagine nine episodes. I'm glad it's not. I'm it. Yeah. If you can say anything about The Return, it takes its time. 
It sure does. It uses uses every part of the fucking hour that it has. You want to see... You want to see every single part of the process of uh, of of Dr. Jacoby painting the shovel yes. golden. Of course I want you do. To, I want to know how they turn around so he can do the other side. It's really important that I. I know was that. really on the edge of my seat there. It's like, God, does he have some kind of mechanism? Is he just using his mind when it cuts to the <laughs> foot pedal? It was like, it all makes sense now. Ah, this the is twist. the missing piece. The missing piece, um, you say. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, 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 um, joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. yes. Um, yeah, we need to have the bit where the cops go and talk to the guy to try and find the key to get into the apartment, and the woman's like, "I don't have the key," and they're like, "But well, why don't you have the key?" And she's like, "You gotta go talk to this guy to get the key." And then they go, and he doesn't have the key, but then she actually does have the key, and then we can get into the apartment. <laughs> yeah, that. That was like of, like, I will say this series. This is my first rewatch, my second yeah, time watching yeah, the full. Um, I think it it hits a lot better on a rewatch because you just you accept that oh this part doesn't matter at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can you you can just kind of sit back, and not have to like keep track of yeah. what how it adds to the full picture. It's just be like, be like oh, this part. This part only matters so that the other part can come in and matter more, yeah. basically. Yeah, you don't have to stress over remembering things. You, have, you can just be like, yeah. this is fine. When it originally aired, I, like everyone else, was like, every single week, I was like, okay, this was good, but like, I bet I bet Coop is going to be in the next one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I, I was like that, too. I was like... Spending the whole thing being like, ah, oh, but Coop is going to come back next episode. I can't yeah. wait for Coop to come back. Why is Coop not coming back? Coop still <laughs> isn't back. And I feel like that is like a huge thing on your first watch, like the the waiting and the the denial. Yeah, the, the edging. We're, we're yeah, being the edging. Ed- we're being edged our uh, our, our good Cooper time. It's like this. Th- th- these four episodes already had like a, one of those big moments. Where, I mean, s- several of them, because because obviously at first uh, when you see him in the back lodge and black lodge, and you're gonna be like, okay, so he's not in the first two episodes, which is like fine. Like in the first two episodes, he's still in the black lodge, but it ends with him coming out of it. So you're like, okay, next episode, <laughs> and then and then the whole Dougie stuff happens. But 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 Dougie. even then, even then in episode four, I I remember I was like, oh oh my god, this is so genius. He's gonna drink the coffee, and that's gonna bring cooper back yeah i i felt that too everyone was like oh he'll drink the coffee and it will and it will bring him back and it's like that would have been so lame and stupid it would have <laughs> but also like no yeah no it would have been awesome but also but, like not uh yeah it wouldn't have point. made sense yeah yeah it's like it's not really about oh here's coop and he's gonna have fun coop adventures because I mean, not to spoil the rest of the series, but like Cooper only is really back for like one episode, and then yeah. he becomes fucked up again. <laughs> it the Dougie stuff makes sense. I guess this is jumping ahead, but like, yeah, it, it makes sense as somebody who has, at least in my mind, has just like sat in a room and done nothing for twenty five years. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. and then it's, it's like that thing where if you haven't left the house in a week and you're like, oh, how do I cough? Uh? book mm-hmm. pick up napkin you know that's yeah. sort of state where do yeah. i even piss what is what is that even 
does my tie go on my head? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's uh, it is really so clever because this is all you know. There's so many versions of Cooper that that just take place in the series, and I th- I think having Dougie is great because I love Dougie and he's there. He's very much just like character completely disempowered and he's got like, he's barely conscious and he's like, doesn't know what's going on, but he's very endearing at the same time. Um, which I like guided through life by the other characters in the black lodge. Yeah. People and like, yeah. Yeah. And by like his weird instincts almost, but like without any conscious thought. Um, much like us, the viewer, (laughs) Yeah, who are being guided along Damn. through the through television this. show. <laughs> He's like someone who, in like a worse version of the story, would have been like a Forrest Gump character, or like <laughs> he is a bit Forrest Gump, or like a Robin Williams character, you know? Robin Williams, <laughs> yeah. Like it could have been. It's it has it has like echoes of like the, the Oscar bait. Uh, innocent dumb character stuff but you know it doesn't quite go there yeah do you remember when yeah. um they had the the cooper standees that they were selling on the website and if you bought them then you got a dougie standee instead do you remember that <laughs> no wait no <laughs> i didn't hear about that they would advertise it as a dale cooper like big cardboard cutout life-size thing and then if you ordered it then what arrived was a dougie one <laughs> <laughs> I mean, genuinely, as much as so funny, whatever the first reaction to Dougie was, you know, uh, I I think like now it's like if you if you show up wearing like a Dougie Halloween costume with the with the tie over at your head, or like you know you go to a convention cosplaying that, people are gonna love that shit. Like it's yeah, it's much more it's much more interesting costume than just Dale Cooper, right? Yeah. Cause I think so. Cause he's not, I think so. It, yeah, because he's not doing like a revamp of Twin Peaks, the original series. Like, if this series had just been Cooper doing Cooper stuff for the whole series, I don't know if it would be as good as it is. You know, and what would no. he even have done? Like, right? just just go watch True Detective. Like... <laughs> <laughs> True Detective is this made me think of True Detective a lot, like especially the first two episodes, despite like the the whole uh, Matthew Lillard investigation. That was that was so much. Like it reminded me so yeah. much of yeah. That was what Prestige TV was in the mid two thousand tens. Like that was uh, well. That that's just it, right? Like in the way that Twin Peaks was sort of um, playing in the space of sort of the 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 police procedural and the soap opera and stuff like mm. those don't really yeah. exist anymore. And so there's all these decades of, of TV that like, that there is to like, not exactly satirize, but, but almost of, play off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also yeah, I mean, the for, main, yeah, yeah, gone for Lynch, like, yeah, like an entire decade of filmmaking mm. that, has you know advanced yeah. and now he has these tools to play around with yeah i think that's definitely right like that this this sometimes feels like you know especially in the sort of random scenes well not random but you know what i mean it, it feels like it's almost <laughs> playing off like what would happen in you know in a in a prestige 
crime drama sort of thing, and it's going, yeah. look, it's just like that. Mr. Yeah. C's stuff, especially, feels very, oh my God. Uh, you Yeah, know, that stuff is so funny. Bad, all that. Yeah. Oh. I was just thinking of, like, Dougie doing his stuff with, like, the crime people later on. You know, the, the crime oh, yeah. men. And, like, you never really understand what the fuck is going on with that. <laughs> no. It's just, like, vague sort of... It's, again, it's like uh, Mulholland Drive when there's, like, oh, shady underground organization, but you never learn anything about it, and it almost doesn't matter. It's just a, a sort of totem, really. It's just a thing to say, yeah. like, look, shady crime, but <laughs> doesn't matter what. Just, just crime. Don't worry about it. Speaking of Mulholland Drive, we get a return of that guy from the Winkies for one we scene. We do. Yeah. He has I, such I a think... distinct he has such a distinctive face. Yeah. Uh and also it looks like he hasn't aged a day since Mulholland yeah, Drive. Yeah, wow. I think like... and he says like you don't want a guy like this in your life cuz he yeah. <laughs> he gives he gives money to a guy and he says tell the girl she has the part which ooh Mulholland Drive this is ah. the girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's like, why do you let this guy push you around? And he says, I hope you never have a guy like this in your life. And it's like, oh, mm -hmm. maybe it's another dream kind of kind of person that he sees. Kind of like Mulholland Drive. That was my takeaway yeah. from knowing that this person would never be seen again. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's just, he's talking about uh, Evil Coop and their exes. And he's like... <laughs> And he's bitter about it. That's that's, that's probably think. it. That's probably <laughs> the subtext. The subtext, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's the sub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, do we want to go like by plot lines or by episodes? I don't know. There's I like honestly, don't know. I, I feel I the can... I guess the first we... two kind of hang together as like one thing. Yeah, and then three and four as well. Like it's. You know, there's something that happens at the end of two, at the beginning of three, that will then like yeah. influence several of the plot lines. But like in the first, in in the first two episodes, there's like these three or four plot lines, right? Like one of them is uh, uh, the Ruth Davenport investigation that we mentioned with the uh, true detective type, you know, fucked up uh, head disassembled and put on mm -hmm. like some other like naked man's body uh in the bed like that that like really grisly uh murder thing that was like yeah. really big in yeah. the 2010s like that was all for for a brief moment that was all like prestige crime thing totally. yes just like hannibal yeah Definitely. <laughs> um <laughs> and then there's you know, the it, evil Dale Cooper going, doing stuff. Uh, yeah. Then there's these little vignettes from Twin Peaks that at first, like, barely seem to even tie into... Tie, it barely even seem to, like, fit together with each other. Like, it's just, like, these little... Little looks at what's going on in Twin Peaks. Really just, like, putting a contrast between, like, the more this more like shitty America that we mentioned a couple of times that he does yeah. that and uh, like this this like this like you know Twin Peaks thing where like nothing really seemed to have moved on like Lucy is like so little has <laughs> moved on that Lucy still doesn't know what 
cell phones are or is like terrified of them <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's like they're all sort of stuck in the continuum of the show almost yeah like, um i i think it's amazing how much that i remember is being very iconic from this series it takes place in these four episodes yeah a lot a lot happened much earlier than i expected it would have yeah like i don't know what's gonna happen in the I remember episode 8, and then I remember the finale, and then I remember, like, some individual bits, but there's gonna be, like, long stretches where I have no idea what's, uh, what's gonna happen. Yeah, there's, like, a slow <laughs> stretch, I think, in the middle, where it maybe is a bit, you know, slows down a bit. Yeah. But yeah, um, should we... Let's go, yeah, go let's go plot by plot. First of all, let's talk about the, the big glass box. Yeah. <laughs> Just because I, I, like, want to talk about it. Big glass box. Ah, the we gotta, big, big we gotta look box. at the we gotta look at the big glass box to make sure nothing happens. This is like <laughs> the ideal job. I want the job where you get to just watch the box. <laughs> this is like that. This is like that Sherlock Holmes story where like, this guy gets hired just to, just because he has red hair, he gets yeah, hired yeah, yeah. to like copy the complete. Uh, Oxford encyclopedia word by word. He's like, I don't know what the point of this job is, but uh, sure, if they're paying me. Uh, or the other thing it reminded me of is The original, that... very specific fetish uh, commission. <laughs> <laughs> there was that there was the Brian, Brian David Gilbert video about, like, make this much money about just doing this and it, you just have to copy paste one word into from one document into another document <laughs> yeah that is oh, what it's classic. like ah uh, i love this guy who's the, like the box watching guy he's really nice he just seems nice he's great yes, these nice two boy. are delightful honestly yeah. no chemistry yeah. uh, they say their lines like they're saying different words but they, it's it's very yeah. David Lynch. Everyone in this series talk, says words like they don't actually know English, but they're just saying yes. words that they've presented by being given like the vowel sounds. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot to, like, of make exactly. them interesting like choices. The, we'll get to her later, but like Christa, the first time they've read the script, Christabel yeah. acts. Christabel's acting is the one that most reminds me of what a video game cutscene looks like. <laughs> <laughs> she also yeah. kind of looks like a video game yeah. scene. It's just very, you know. Yeah, but uh, these two are like this this one guy. Sexy. They're like high schoolers, I guess, or college students. I don't. College. I think college like, students. He's like, yeah. This guy's like, I have to watch this box to help out with school. Yeah, yeah. Right? He means which like is, college. Which is, which is a weird school par- school project, you know, this huge glass box. But sure. I think it's yeah. He has. Well, because it's, it's owned like a, by it's a, like a side gig, right? Yeah, yeah. He's getting paid to. He's in that. He's that little, you know. And they don't know who is in charge of this. No, they say it's some billionaire. Mm. So, I don't know. Do we uh, know? I don't know. Bit like, uh, bit like TV in it. <laughs> oh big, shit! Big, you watch big the box, box full of nothing. <laughs> yeah, you sit there and. And you're not allowed to do anything else. Also, there's yeah, a guard. You're being, you're being paid to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a guard who's there, and then he's not there. Um, hmm. When he's and he never, most. then he never existed at all. Yeah. So, 
Was there ever a god? Maybe. Yeah, and there's this girl who um, brings this brings this guy lattes, and we don't quite get why she wants to go inside with him or why she also wants to watch this box. But she's oh, she's very insistent. She wants that. to fuck him. I mean, it it later turns out that she wants to fuck him, but we got no indication of like any sexual chemistry before. So it's like they don't need sexual chemistry. She states, "I would like to have sexual intercourse with you in front of the big box." Yeah, I would like the yeah. box makes me horny. Yeah, yeah. I love all these weird cameras and this cold leather sofa in this big industrial room. It's very sexy. Yeah, and that's like the other thing, right? Like, this isn't your grandpa's Twin Peaks anymore. We're on showtime now. Everything's cold. Oh, yeah. Which means that we have both the gruesome disembodied uh, murderers and we have tits, which we didn't have in Twin Peaks. Yeah. Hell yeah. There's a lot of, like, nudity just for the sake of because this is what prestige TV dramas do. Yeah. I think he just likes it. (laughs) I mean, this it's, it also can be David Lynch horny moments, maybe. But then it's also like a very unsexual nudity. Like it's what? it's it's never like actually. <laughs> it, it never feels like actually horny. Like it's it doesn't just, feel like erotic. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, it's very cold. You know, nice to see. <laughs> it's fun. It's like, okay. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, oh, hey. Uh... who doesn't who doesn't love to see you know tits on the TV? <laughs> they, they are. Um, yeah. It's a weird thing. Like they are all like extremely hot women, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like not erotic at all. It's yeah, like... it's kind of like always very uncomfortable. Everything always feels grimy in yeah. a very particular way. Um, yeah, but so they so, die so horribly. They, yeah, they get they're having sex, and you should never do that in a horror movie. So they're killed instantly. Um, <laughs> There's a little guy in the box, a little like shadow thing. Very creepy person. Yeah, super scary. And the way like it comes out and like the way it attacks them is so like just like a thousand little tiny cuts, just like yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's scary shit. Just the the way he films or does horror is just so unique and scary in a very specific way. It's very good. I love the way uh, Wikipedia just sums up these episodes as like completely unrelated things that happen. Like it just says uh, (laughs) for this, for this (laughs) plot line, it says it's it's really like it says in a New York City warehouse, a young man, Sam, is employed to observe a glass box. When the security guard is absent, Sam and the young woman, Tracy, have sex. An androgynous entity, the experiment materializes in the box and murders them. That's yeah. it. It's true. It's a bit androgynous, isn't it? Yeah, it could be a could be a woman. That makes maybe. it that makes it extra scary. Am, am I right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we all hate women on this podcast. <laughs> we all hate andro androgenes. And and andro andro that androgene. might, that might <laughs> now, not be Le- Levi's androgenes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so they are murdered horribly. Um, yeah, and don't but worry then they about show it. Up I'm again sure we'll in figure the next out what. Episode, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember what happens in what episode. Um, this was all in the first episode. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, there's also we also see the, um, 
you know, the police stuff that you mentioned, uh, they find Ruth Davenport's body, uh, no, Ruth Davenport's head, but it's placed on the headless corpse of a male John Doe. Uh, they don't know who it, it is. It looks very familiar. Uh, and, but, but they don't, they, they don't find any, you know, they don't find any prints on the body. They do find a ton of prints on local principal, on the, the local high school principal, Bill Hastings, uh, fingerprints, prints all around the, uh, the room. And guess what? Here's Matthew Lillard. Hey, it's uh, Matthew Lillard. Hello. You know him. Good old Matthew. I, I, I know him from uh, screenshots on Tumblr uh, and it ends <laughs> with somebody saying, he looks like he would be hot as a trans woman. And I do not disagree. <laughs> There's been a huge Matthew Lillard, been a Lillard renaissance, renaissance yeah. recently. Yes. Yeah. That, like people have I'm... really gotten become horny for Matthew Lillard, which And they're right to do so. And weirdly it happened like just as the uh Shaggy is only at one percent of his energy meme died down. <laughs> It's always Shaggy o'clock, and that's just reality. That's the world we live in. It's time for Shaggy. Um, yeah, totally Matthew it's Lillard, good. the guy who is like so, uh, so method that he ruined his voice so that he can can get the role of Shaggy in the Scooby Doo movie. <laughs> yeah, did he really? Not only did he get the listen, here's a little little bit of Scooby Doo info for you. Okay. Um, so. The way that Scooby-Doo voice acting typically works is that there is like a particular team who are like the official current voices of the gang in like mm. all media uh, about that is Scooby-Doo. And after he was in the live action, he then became the Shaggy in the in the voice acting team. So he was Shaggy then, like then on, um, until the travesty that was Scoop, which betrayed yeah. this entire concept and was like, what if we get celebrities <laughs> to do the voices instead of the thing that we voiced down? The guy who's played Fred has played him since the seventies, but but let's get like Zach Efron to do it. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> me done. There's, there's great videos of of like Matthew Lillard talking about the way he does the the Shaggy voice, and that it was like when he did the movies, he just completely fucked up his voice, and then later for the for the animation, he learned a way that it's that is like less less bad for his vocal mm-hmm. cords. But like, yeah, yeah, it's it's like when you start singing punk and emo songs you're just like yeah here i'll just go, go for it and then you find out oh you need to actually like oh, no. <laughs> like use your diaphragm and you know do all these things and not yeah. just scream yeah just project yeah <laughs> do it from deep down yeah 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 we have this we have this great like scene with uh with with matthew lillard who is like the principal is not the principal. Mm. He's the principal, and the one of the police guys is like, "Oh, that's my daughter's principal, and I've also known him since high school." Yeah. Uh, so he like sits sits down with him and is like, "Well, do you know Ruth Davenport?" And he he kind of he does not he does not a very good job at the, the least convincing seeming innocent uh, ever. I I. I, I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let me think. Uh, I guess. Yeah. No, that feels maybe. accurate, though, Rude. that, like, I don't know about you, but, like, I definitely, when I, if I'm in that kind of situation and I am trying to tell the truth, like, I will just naturally sound like I'm lying for no reason. It's oh, annoying. yeah, but, yeah, but he's definitely lying. 
I mean, he's like he's he's been having an affair with her, but uh, but also he doesn't he doesn't seem to have like him having murdered her seems to come as a shock to him. He had a dream of yeah uh, of killing her, but yeah, but he's he's at the same time he's also like when they're like. Do you know Ruth Davenport? Is like oh, I have seen her. The, the the name's familiar. Name's do familiar. I know the librarian who like I definitely do know. Uh, yeah. Do, do I know her? <laughs> you could just be like, yeah, I know her. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's so he's so like sweaty and twitchy. It's really it's very good. It's very like very great acting on behalf of. Matthew, Matthew Lillard. He is just Very putting good. his entire entire body into it. Yeah, so it's a really good performance for a role that, as far as I remember, isn't gonna matter that much for the rest of the series. No, I, I th- I'm not sure anything matters that much. You know, yeah. more than other <laughs> Yeah, the whole. I guess that's kind of the thesis statement of the whole TV show. Is that nothing, it all uh, sort of, of hangs up. It all hangs it's together, just, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that happens in this plotline is when you know, then his wife shows up and she's like, "I know about your affair." And that's that's basically it, right? And then he said, "He says, uh, no, you, like an Uno reverse card. I, I know about oh, your yeah, affair. She's, I know, your about, affair. yeah, because she has an affair with George. Who's the lawyer? Yeah, yeah." Oh, and then and then and then Evil Cooper shows up, right? Like at her house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because he he's like, I know you've been having an affair with George and maybe one other person, um, but he doesn't know who. And then when she goes home, because she she has a very great scene where she talks to George and she's like, he knows about the affair. I'll meet you at home <laughs> later. Wink, <laughs> wink. <laughs> um, and then she goes home and Doppelcoop is Doppelcoop Doppelcoop is there and he's like. Uh, yes, you behaved exactly as humans behave, and then he shoots her with a gun. This is George's gun. gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so kind that's... of a weird, like, there's like a weird effect when she gets shot. It like glitches out for a second. Like, I don't zoom. remember that, I but it might have been. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe. I'm, there's a lot of maybe. weird effects. So. There's yeah. a lot of weird effects. <laughs> Uh, there's also should we talk about like in these first two episodes? Uh, should we we talk about what what the what Doppel Coop does? Coop Bob, Evil C, whatever we want to call him, Mister C. I had a hard time keeping track of it. It's a lot of like the exact sort of stuff in prestige TV shows that kind of turns me off of just like i need information i uh shoot shoot a guy uh uh you know repeat ad nauseum yeah Yeah. it's a lot of bad guy stuff he's trying to find the coordinates to something yeah which we're not sure about what that is yet i don't think um but it's to do with major briggs and it's to do with philip jeffries who he tries to call on the phone um and he says some ominous stuff to him and then he's like have you seen have you found major briggs yet and he's like uh what's happening um so it's like it's almost as confusing him as it is to us i think a lot of the time yeah yeah oh he kills Um, a girl 
Yeah, oh, there's a girl and a guy. He's got like a little gang of various miscreants who go around with him. Uh, Daria and Ray. And they're both being paid to kill him by Philip Jeffries, presumably. By Jeffries, they say. Uh, and he finds out because he's like been listening to their phone conversations and then he kills yeah he kills Daria uh, yeah and it's pretty pretty grim it's pretty grim it's pretty very grim. a lot of like dark rooms it reminds reminds me kind of of like uh, the like Carradine Stanton scenes and Firewalk with me like that that type of America you know that he mm. like goes yeah. through and is hanging out with these people. Uh, yeah. Lots of, like, junkies and stuff. Um, yeah, that's that's basically, like, his plot in the first two episodes. It's really yeah. just... A I lot think, of, like, motel rooms yeah. and diners, but the bad kind of diners, not the, not the good, like, he He eats R. some creamed corn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And also, uh, we, we're informed that doesn't he doesn't. Well with him. He doesn't need anything. He wants. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was pretty tight. Won't lie. I was like, ooh, writing. Ooh. Um, yeah. The way he's acted is so good. It's very good. It's just good. so weird and sort of off-putting. The way he Appar- talks is like so unnatural. When, when Kyle McLaughlin talks about Mr. C, he's like, "Yeah, David Lynch wanted me to play this sort of badass." And it's like, I don't get that vibe at all no. from Mr. C. I think he's, he's just he's like a really shitty guy. He's just like a really but, fucking weird dude who's just yeah. like, talks strange and does weird stuff almost randomly. And yeah. he's just very, very violent and also not particularly human. Right. Um, That's what makes it. It's a very effectively frightening character because like, yeah, he's so weird and off-putting, but also like very powerful and yeah. uh yeah, you know, has access to these weird. He's always like one step ahead of everybody else. He's just so greasy, like his. He's so grimy. So his face oh is so tanned, and his hair is so. Lank. Yeah, it's he's he's he, very off-putting. Like his the, these these, and I think this seems like you know we don't really need to. It's not that important that we follow them. Like I remember when 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 this first came out, this was just like, oh shit, an evil, the evil Bob type Cooper. What what has he been up to? Like the, you immediately make the connection that right, like the season two ended with like a bad Coop getting out of the Black Lodge, uh, who was like Bob in Coop's body. So like, I guess this is like after twenty five years, like twenty five years of like Bob in a human body, like just in in Cooper's body, like roaming through like America. I mean, he's Bob, but he's also just the doppelganger. Yeah, with with Bob. Yeah, there's like two two Got fucked that. up guys living in the same body, like a fun sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> Got that? Uh, Got that snake snake skin shirt? Oh my god! Yeah, represents so cool. his individuality or something, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um. I remember there was this whole stuff um, I used to follow a lot of Twin Peaks blogs around when this was airing like the years before it was airing mm-hmm. and um, there was this picture of this guy uh, who you can see the face of but you could just see his hair uh, and everyone was like who could this be? What character is this? And no one knew it was Kyle MacLachlan just because he looked so fucked up and it was like <laughs> from in the dark and no one knew who it was 
so good. Yeah, like you so. don't. I guess you should have expected that there's a doppelganger since the second season ended with it. But still, like when the show aired, just you were still like taken by surprise to like actually see him in action like that. Yeah. It's just, you know, because you were so excited to see Coop back uh, do his fun stuff that you weren't like prepared to all the other tricks that Kyle MacLachlan has up had up his sleeve. <laughs> He is playing both a very serious character and a very silly character. <laughs> very silly character. <laughs> silly uh, funny yeah. jokes. There's some there's some like little Twin Peaks vignettes here. Uh Hawk gets a call from the log lady. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh great that's, scene. Oh. That's uh, the that's the lifeblood of these these first four episodes is mm. Hawk and the yeah. Log Lady. Catherine Coulson like, was like very sick here, like you can really notice. Yeah, yeah. yeah she she died like very very shortly after this yeah. was filmed. Yeah, she tells him they, uh, she tells him that the lock has a message for Hook, uh, for yeah for Hawk, uh, and the 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 message is that Dale Cooper is uh, that it relates to Dale Cooper. Yeah, something, something is missing. missing, and it's related to his heritage. Yeah. Uh, what does so, that mean? <laughs> We'll find we out. Know. I don't know. Mm. He's trying to find out, but it's nothing to do with the chocolate bunny. <laughs> he is very confused. <laughs> uh, there's also a little scene with Ben and Jerry, where Ben is like still like this hotel businessman, uh, and Jerry is doing a very lucrative legal business. Or what? What? What was that? Legalized business. How did they put it? Uh. uh newly sanctioned newly sanctioned yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that yeah yeah he's a weed dealer well not dealer he grows weed he has he yeah. has a full beard now uh he's, he's got like a weed banana bread that he eats like oh yeah yeah like, just can get high and it's like all right like in like two hours yeah yeah uh, <laughs> then you'll be hit by a lot yeah yeah you just gonna eat this whole fucking banana bread yeah it's really it's good to see him you know <laughs> Ben's still, Ben's still doing his whole I'm a moral guy thing that he was doing at the end of season two. He's yeah. like, I'm a good guy and I won't sleep with my secretary because I'm a good guy now. Yeah, and, and then like, you will sleep with your secretary, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's just a little vignette in, 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 I think, the first episode with Lucy being, like, still being the secretary at the sheriff's station, and then someone comes in and says, I want to talk to Sheriff Truman, uh, can you help Can can you help me? And she's like, well, that depends which one you want to talk to, mm-hmm. and this guy is very confused. And then she said, one of them has gone fishing, the other is very ill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's comforting. It's fun to see, like, you know, Lucy is still uh, not good at her job <laughs> you know that's like and she still that, that does feel she's it that does feel like you know whatever real twin peaks is like yeah you know there there's i think there's enough you know like i don't want to say fan service but there's enough like iconic twin peaks stuff you know there's the there's the theme and the you know the the donuts and, um, uh, yeah. Someone says pie and coffee being in at some point. <laughs> you know, yeah. There, there's enough. 
And of course, the, yeah. the the most important thing happening in the first two episodes is um, oh, we didn't really talk about the Black Lodge stuff, but it's like there's the giant is there. Uh, oh yeah, that's like one of the first things we see. Yeah, he says, "Listen to the sounds." And it's like mm-hmm. some scraping and like a cassette, yeah, uh, being rewound or something. Mike is there. Um, the arm is now a tree. <laughs> um, yeah. Because David Lynch had a falling yeah. out with his actor. Well, he went a bit strange. Uh, he went. He's 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 an insane person. Yeah. Yeah. A bit. Bummer. Yeah. And it's um, but the, he's the he's the new arm. He's a tree. The new arm is a tree. Is the brain on it? Uh, the and, brain tree with the mouth. Yeah, and the the arm tells tells Coop that uh, your doppelganger must return before you can leave. Yeah, so this is the rules. That's know. the rules. Um, he's gonna come back. And we're uh, gonna see Coop later to, that to the leave. doppelganger also knows about this. Uh, but the main yeah. thing I wanted to talk about is like the ending, of, which is the ending of season two, uh, of episode two, uh, which mm-hmm. is in which we're uh, at the Bang Bang Bar. What's it called? Yeah, the Roadhouse. Yeah, the yeah. Bang Bang Bar Roadhouse. Yeah, and they're at the, they're at the Roadhouse, and Shelley is there, and she's she's just drinking with her friends. Uh, oh yeah, and. And then and then they notice someone, and mm-hmm. it's 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 someone who's always been cool. <laughs> it's James. James is there. James. He had a uh, motorcycle accident, but he's cool. He's always been cool. It is hanging out. I, I I completely forgot that this happened this early. But he's hanging out with this British guy, uh, who's wearing this glove. <sighs> yeah. I'm so I I forgot he was introduced so early because yeah, I just I remember did, him appearing yeah. from nowhere. Like yeah, I just remember him later. Uh, I completely we don't forgot. His, we don't learn his backstory until much later. <laughs> yeah. It's just they were like, oh, well, we need to establish who this is now. So it, it doesn't. So it doesn't seem completely out of nowhere, but it still feels completely <laughs> out still, of nowhere. It still because feels it's, like it comes out of nowhere because it's, it's the guy with the, the most... magic gardening glove. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the most. Um, beautifully stupid plot lines I've seen in a piece of media. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's so, good. so good, and like the whole plot line of the end, like hinges on him being able to punch really hard with his gardening glove hand, and I just think that's <laughs> yeah. really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Of course, at this point, we're just like you have to really pay attention, or or having or or having uh, or this this having been a rewatch for you. Like if if this is a rewatch, you'll you'll obviously notice because you're like, oh, he's gonna become important later. But like when you're watching this for the first time, you you you're just taken back so much by how what James looks like now that you're not gonna notice this other guy. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, oh, here's a friend. You might not even notice the glove. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. I don't think I did. Um, yeah, it's such a, it's such a such a weird memorable scene where uh, where Shelley is like, uh, oh, that's James. He's cool. He's always been cool. And you're like, did Shelley and James ever interact in the original <laughs> season? I don't know. I don't, Not really. I don't think, no. 
that he's sort of a you know sort of a local character i guess i mean they're all characters but yeah. you know they they yeah yeah you know it's like when you see someone from a long time ago like oh you're part of the part of the scene yeah you've always I been guess. cool yeah they both yeah. knew bobby i guess yeah. oh yeah not in a good way maybe but they both knew bobby <laughs> yeah. who we also see bobby become oh, bobby's Pop. here Oh yeah, he'll Yeah, Bobby shows up in the next episode. Episode three starts with like fifteen minutes of no dialogue. Uh uh-huh. Well is it a, is it an episode two where um uh, Laura Palmer also shows up and mm. yes. Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she whispers a secret in his ear. What did she say? What did she say? What did she say? David, why what don't you did, tell what us? What didn't she say? <laughs> it's so important. So that we mean. Know. And then she d- does a big scream, and the camera shakes really weird. And that that part was that was genuinely very scary. Yeah, yeah, I don't love, so, I don't love it. Spooky. Yeah, it's a lot of fucked up weird stuff that happens in the lodge that I think is just the the effects and the way it's done is so, yeah, like uniquely spooky. Yeah, yeah. Mwah. Mwah. delicious. Yeah, really next good. episode starts with the eyeless woman stuff. Yeah, and uh, the the thing the first episode. Is the first episode or second episode ends with Sarah Palmer just like watching? Uh, oh yeah, like oh, yeah. Animals kill each other it's on the television. Watching animal violence really makes you think about things <laughs> tuned, people yeah. are watching on television these days. She's tuned into the animal violence channel. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but twenty-four hour sick animal sick twisted carnage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's in. It's interesting, like especially because it's there upon the I don't know. Yeah. Fucked up. Because yeah. there's stuff that happens later with yeah. Sarah in the series. Um but yeah, it's kinda weird. And it's all in the mirrors. Like it's really reflected in all the mirrors behind her, which yeah. is Yeah. She really just oh, didn't I... change those mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that's Shit. where Bob first was, you know, in that mirror. Oh yeah. That's where he yeah. came from. That's right. Fucked up. So Cooper gets yeah. Cooper runs around and uh he meets the arms doppelganger. Yeah. Um what if there was uh what if there was a tree with a brain on it but fucked up? <laughs> like a fucked, fucked up, up in, version in of orange, a brain on a tree. <laughs> yeah. And uh <laughs> Yeah, the floor starts moving around and uh and he yells, non existent. Yeah. yeah, and everything like Falls splinters. Into the, Falls into the fucking uh, like the chevrons. Yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> falls into the uh, astral plane. Mm-hmm. The big ocean. What is it, the unified field? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't remember the exact things that happen in this like Black Lodge sequence because it's just so much like fucked up stuff. It's very. It's a lot. Um, he enters story. the cube. Yeah, it ends with him um, entering the cube. Like there's. And- just the cube. There's, there's just a bunch of Black Lodge stuff that, you know, Leland it's very Palmer cool, is but there we're too. not going to be... Leland is there, I don't remember what he, what exactly he says. Um, I think he says, fi- he says, find Laura. Find Laura. Yeah. That's, he looks terrified. That's kind of a theme. Probably good. Mm. <laughs> um, so yes, and then he's in the cube with a big purple room with an eyeless woman. I love the way he enters the cube, though. 
because it's not like you'd expect that he would just like beam into the cube but instead he just like yeah. falls flat on top of the cube and then like mm-hmm. slowly me- melts into it yeah it's, it's really good oh that's right no the glass cube and then the right there yeah. was like yeah. a thing i saw where if you line up the um the two episodes because it plays that same scene where they're like oh weird i wonder where the guard is like yeah. if you line those yeah. up like it lines up perfectly that he's in and then he disappears when uh like by the time they come back in like it's oh, edited. Yeah. yeah pretty pretty sweet pretty good I love um that. yeah, yeah so he floats then, around it gets yeah. small and then uh and then and then he's in the scary purple room yeah he follows through space for a bit and then he's in there yeah. um there's an eyeless woman and there's a lot of very fucked up editing of like sort of like camera shots yeah. and everything's very purple and yeah somebody's and... somebody's banging on a on the wall it's very scary um there's like this there's like this box thing that has the number 15 written on it yeah i don't know what that means she's like don't go in there or you're gonna fucking die i want to say there was another one of those on like a on like a telephone pole in firewalk with me yeah that was yeah so yeah so he goes for that and then it like sparks or something and then they climb out and he goes into another box with a lady with a bowl cut um she says something like oh more cryptic warnings like oh uh there's somebody waiting for you or something like that like you say my mother's coming or something isn't she yeah 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 he's like time to get out of here (laughs) (laughs) um he zaps into into the wall into the 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 scary door he goes, Mew. Yeah. And at the same time, Mr. C is driving. It's 523. That's the... Yeah. Or 253. Yeah, 253. Yeah. Um, that's the time that is supposed to happen. And Mr. C is driving, and he's he crashes. Um, yeah, he starts spewing cream corn everywhere, which is gross. Uh, cream corn, so like gross. motor oil. It's so... Yeah, it's all ugh. coming at him. He's full of corn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we meet Dougie. Yeah, Dougie. This, is, this is shitty Dougie at first. This is real. This is Dougie. the original Dougie. Yes, this was this is Tulpa Dougie. Yeah, he's there and naked ladies there. And the first time I watched this series, I was watching it on my laptop in the living room. Uh-huh. And uh, like the second it cut to Dougie and Jade. Uh, was the moment that my dad decided to walk in. Of course. So I'm like shutting the laptop like, hey dad, what's hey. up? Just watching just normal Normal, normal stuff. shows. Uh. <laughs> I, watched, I watched Game of Thrones on like the landing of my college in first year mm. of uni. And uh-huh. it was every time people walked by, it was like when there was like a really extended like sex scene. I was like, we're not just watching porn in of the course. landing. Yeah. <laughs> of Game course. of Thrones. <laughs> This is a popular TV show that I'm normal for watching. I <laughs> Loads of people enjoy it. It has a, pl- it has a plot. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is um, this is Dougie with the with the awful wig 
that is wearing here. Um, Very bad wig. Really good. <laughs> and he's a he's a real shitty guy. Yeah, he's his... just like a low down, no good son of a bitch. And we learn nope. we learn later that he's been away for like three days, missing his son's birthday, uh, with with like no, you know, not telling anyone. <laughs> The, the brilliant going. thing about Dougie Jones is that the entirety of his plotline will hinge on the rest of the people in Dougie's life, like, not suspecting a thing. I know! That, like, this is the same guy. So, like, it's conceivable that he will just go into, I guess, these, like, catatonic uh, dates. Yeah, that's how while. that's how everyone acts later. Like even Sunny Jim, like his yeah. his his own child is like it's kind of funny that my dad is doing this or that he's like <laughs> this, but it's like mm-hmm. not unusual. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. I just felt it's like people like they're trying to say that oh this guy's obviously got something very fucking wrong with him, but everyone's so sort of wrapped up in what yeah. they expect or what they want that no one's really paying attention to it. Really. Right. And there's like part of I have this sort of one of my things I think the series to me feels about is like aging um, and slowly dying and mm. sort of becoming that like your brain slipping away as you age and as you get closer to death. And I just thought this is like sort of Dougie dementia time where he's like sort of losing his brain, but everyone's just sort of carrying on as if it's normal and like, yeah, making him do stuff. That's, um, that's definitely a, that's a theme. Yeah. I think it's, a theme. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, but in the yeah, he... oh, and there's a yeah, there's a loud pop, and he vomits on the floor. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh... <laughs> yeah, he sees the curtain from the black lodge. Yeah, uh, I mean this this all happens while Jade like his because because this this like Dougie scene this last glimpse of real Dougie we see is uh, where his uh, is like after he had sex with this prostitute but he's already like dressed and she's still naked and then she's you know he gives her the money and then she's like well i'm just going to wash uh and uh and you know then we'll leave or whatever and then you know while she's in the shower this all happens yeah like whose house is this i don't know (laughs) maybe jade's i don't know no because she drives yeah i I like jade Mm. Jade is they, very funny. Yeah. She's good. Um, yeah. Um, this, this, uh, this neighborhood is real shitty. I love yeah. it. Yeah. It really, like, the way it's shot um, really captures that feeling, like, a different kind of shitty middle America where just the suburbs, you can just kind yeah. of feel how unbearably hot it all is. Yeah, and, and it's Vegas. The, yeah. So it's and there's like the woman, shitty. the woman who's like yelling at her son, uh, doing drugs and God. drinking. That scene is just saying one one nine just over and over yeah. again. Yeah. Horrible. Um. Yeah. Oh, and there's an assassination attempt. That, yeah. Uh, oh, it's so funny. Yeah. So 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 Dougie gets replaced by the original Coop, mm-hmm. who comes out of the plug. He comes out of the plug socket. Uh, he's wearing his classic. He's wearing his classic suit, and yeah, you yeah. Know, Jade is like, did he change? And also, 
were you wearing a toupee all this time? Like, why is your hair (laughs) shorter suddenly? Why would you have worn that wig voluntarily? (laughs) Honestly. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and and then we see Dougie's in the Black Lodge, and I think the giant is speaking to him, and he's like, you're not real, someone constructed you, like, you're manufactured for a purpose. And then he explodes and turns into a glowing ball. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, I think it's Mike. Yeah, it's Mike. Oh, it Mike? oh yeah, it's yeah, Mike. Yeah, yeah. It's Mike. It is Mike. He explodes, yeah. and also his hands start getting smaller. Uh, yeah. Just, just like, just like the ex-president Donald Trump. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, yeah, and then. <laughs> but like the main thing about his hand getting smaller is that he, that the ring falls off. Um, yeah. Yeah, the uh, owl ring. Yeah. Yeah. And it turns into a little golden marble. Yeah. Yeah. And floats in the air and then disappears. Great Don't you hate it when this happens to you? (laughs) Oh, all the time. (laughs) Uh, Um... Yeah, that's when Jade finds him uh, at his... He's lying in, like, completely, like... Is this completely unnatural way? <laughs> yeah, he's very flat. <laughs> very flat and lying on the ground while being dressed up in this, like, suit, uh, in this black suit. He's like, what the fuck? Do I have to drive you again? Mm-hmm. Um, Dougie, Dougie, take two rides. Dougie, take two rides. Jade, give two rides. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Mm. She drives... She drives him away in her car, but we also see like his car that has the iconic number plate Dougie, but spelled D U G E and then L V. It's great. Dougie's so uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Dougie rules, man. We love Dougie. I miss that um, guy. Bring him back. Um, yeah. What the fuck? Um, yeah, and he's got a uh, he's got a Twin Peaks um, Northern Hotel. Oh yeah. E. Like a hotel yes. key. And then you're like, when you're watching this for the first time in 2017, you're like, oh my god, I'm gonna go to Twin Peaks so soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, a clue. It's the first clue. Yeah, this will get him his memory back. Clue. Yeah, yeah. he's gonna go, oh, I remember who I am. Um, but he drops There's it also and... a sign. Yeah, there's also a sign they pass by. This has, it's got like RR on it uh, or, yeah it's there yeah there's uh, a bunch of moments where he like later he sees an owl like there's a bunch of mo- oh yeah there's a sign they drive past that says sycamore St- street which we remember from the oh, sycamore yeah. trees yeah um he, he <laughs> drops the <laughs> he's gonna be assassinated by some guys yeah um <laughs> we don't know really why the way it's lined up the way it's shot makes it look like this car is just like 30 feet away and they yeah. just like he's there with a sniper rifle and it's like it's it's very silly it, yeah it seems he, like he, he drops the key and he bends down and they're like oh he's not in the car <laughs> it's, really good. it's really good it's just like the sort of it's like the lodge or something like protecting him where like all these just like coincidences keep happening yeah. that are like keeping him yeah. alive um. Yeah, and she drops him off at the, at the safest place you can put someone, which is a casino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she says, "Go inside and call for help." 
Call for help. Call for help. Call for help. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, he does it. Oh, and she posts the key back in the... She just puts it in the post box, yeah. and I guess it, it, that's how you get keys back. Yeah, and he's like, ah, what should I do in this in this place? I'm going to I'm gonna do some slots. You know, I'm going to get on the slot machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's a guy who's winning big, and he goes, hello. 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 So he's like, damn, that's so cool. I should that's do that. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to do this with every single slot machine. I'm going to yeah. hit the mega jackpot on all of them because I see the little, that little <laughs> sign <laughs> on top. Uh, the Black Lodge yeah. is telling me where the next super jackpot is going to happen. But I, I, Dougie like doesn't really care about the money. He just likes to say hello. He just leaves it there. Yeah, yeah. He just leaves the money, and they keep trying to like run around and, and a, give it to him. A, the greatest thing about this is like this old woman who like notices him, and he's like, "Mr. Jackpot, where's the next one?" <laughs> and he just, he's the, just. I love that old woman. It's so good. Because at first he's like, "Ah, fuck off." But then, like, yeah. once, once he she like sees it, she he like she like goes to the one that he was gonna go to, and it pays out, and it like she's she's so yeah. excited, and it gives off the vibe of like you know this woman has uh her life has fallen apart, and now she's like she like she hit it big finally, so it's like it's, yeah. it's really she's sweet. Like, thank you, mi- thank you, Mister Jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. I love Mr. Yeah. Jackpot. It's such a great sequence because it's so again, it's so, like everything in this. It's very long, yeah, um, as yeah. a sequence, but it rules. It just keeps going around and getting jackpots, and in the end, he gets too much money, and the casino wants him to fucking leave. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I mean, the this casino was... guy is real stressed out. <laughs> it's very good to see. I remember this was one of the first like controversies when if you were like watching in 2017 and following the online discourse along, this was the first point where people were starting to split on this, whether they like the Twin Peaks, mm-hmm. uh, whether they like season three or not. Because for the first two episodes, they're like, yeah, whatever, it's the pilot. Uh, it needs to be set up. But then by, by season three, some people were starting to get, well, now it's time to get, get back to the real Twin Peaks. Uh, why are we watching? Why do we have a 10-minute t- sequence of... Uh, of Dougie hitting <laughs> jackpots and saying hello, and then there were of like, course oh boy, the other... you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then of course on the other side there were the other people who were like, no, this is actually a really funny sequence, and and it, it kind of rules. Yeah, smart people who have correct opinions. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, the geniuses. I, I I was like, I had this thing in my head uh, where I was like, ah, I want to see real cool, but at the same time, this is really entertaining what's happening right now. This is genuinely, this is definitely really good. Uh, so it was like every week, it was like a battle between these two things. Um, but like, you know, at the end, I just really enjoyed all of yeah. it. Like it's, you I know. think that's, that's what, um, again, like very rewatchable as a series. Like <laughs> yeah. Once you know... Once you know what to uh, pay attention to and what not to, it's um, which maybe arguably should be the job of the director to tell you what to pay attention to and what not to. But um, no, nope. not David Lynch. <laughs> but, uh, I don't not think this guy. I don't think no. David Lynch would ever do that. No, we need to use our intuition. Yeah. It's like Dougie. Uh, yeah, and David Lynch wouldn't on the slot machines. I, 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 I also don't think he would say like this is not important. Like he would say it's all this, it's all equally important. <laughs> it all matters. Right, right. 
uh, I don't know. You can think of it what you want. Um, I guess we well, can. It's interesting. Yeah, go Because it was written. It was written. He said that him and Mark Frost sort of wrote it like one long movie. Yeah. Yeah. And that that track, having seen, having now seen all of David Lynch's movies, because when I had first seen it, I think, I don't think I'd seen any of it. I think I'd just seen Twin Peaks and maybe, maybe Mulholland Drive, but not even. Well, yeah. Yeah. Fire Walk With Me, but like. Yeah. Um, So it makes sense. Like, it feels like, you know, all the stuff in South Dakota, like that feels like you know, uh, Lost Highway, yeah. and yeah. it's all in that same really off-putting vibe. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like, it's sort of, ele- you can really see elements of, like, a lot of stuff that we've watched now, and you can be like, oh, right, that's just, like, sort of Inland Empire-y sometimes. Yeah, I think you know, having seen Inland, Inland yeah. Empire helps a lot, like, while this is this is a lot less unsettling, or a lot, lot less, you know, overall, a lot it's easier to follow. It's more, more coherent. Easy to watch than uh, than in the Empire. It has the same thing of like it being a very like meandering narrative or like a narrative that will yeah. like never go in quite the direction you expect it to go. Yeah. Right. I guess we can That's like because because this was episode three. There's there's some other stuff in episode three, but I guess we can just like discuss the rest of the Dougie plotline in episode four and then talk about all the other stuff because it really doesn't yes, interact yeah. a lot with the other plots <laughs> it really doesn't so and it this... won't for a while <laughs> so Dougie's married to Naomi Watts um, yeah. she's her name is Janie E with the, her name is Janie E with a dash between Janie and the capital E <laughs> and that kid is called Sunny Jim <laughs> yeah. this feels uh, like this feels like a weird like parody of like middle class America I don't know I think it, it sort of is though isn't it it's like, like I remember people really speculating when this came out whether or not they're real or if they're just like also a construct because they're just like so <laughs> yeah. ridiculous you know uh, that's not that's not a bad theory um I wonder if Sunny Jim because there was a there was a short that David Lynch made called Pierre and Sunny Jim uh-huh. that I have not seen but the the letterbox um, poster is just a couple of uh, well, I'll sh- I'll send it. It's just a couple of like plastic gloves that have been blown up mm-hmm. uh, with a with a face on them. Um, Pretty good. So I don't know. Maybe oh, yeah. that seems like oh yeah some kind of some kind of connection, or maybe it's just not. <laughs> I mean, Sunny Jim is just like a very joke name, though. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. also a very Sunny David Lynch. yourself, Sunny Jim. It's also yeah. a very David Lynch name. That like, remember in Inland Empire, there was a guy named Bucky J. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like joke, joke American names like made up by yeah. someone who's not from America. Who's like, <laughs> it's like you know, it's like a French movie where they're pretending that the Americans are like, ah, oh, he's called Buck Jim, <laughs> Jim Bob. Yeah. yeah. It's just so funny how like Randy Randy Bo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just funny that his he's Dougie Jones in like all content contexts. Like he's never Douglas. He's always Dougie. And their child is always referred to by to, by Sunny it's Jim. Sunny like Jim. he's never just Jim. Uh it's no. no, it's Sunny Jim. It's a very it's a <laughs> interesting vibe that this family has going on. 
But yeah, she's like... Yeah, they're just very fake. There's just this... I, I don't know if this is at the end of the episode or the beginning of the next one, but like he basically like wins all these mega jackpots and then the casino owner like lets him take him into his office and I don't know what this, what's going yeah. on here. They're like very... They're very much like, well, he technically hasn't done a crime, but like there's no way you can win all these mega jackpots. But also... We've seen that he isn't like cheating because he's just pointing at where the mega jackpot is gonna be, and then this other woman is pulling the thing, and it comes out there. So like, how does he do it? Can he do it? Is that even legal? It's not illegal, but it's also it shouldn't be legal. Like that's not how we're supposed to work. We can't just give give him all our yeah. money. So they're like doing this like mafia movie thing of like being mm. very nice to him. No, no, no! Don't call a cab. We're going to send you home with a limo. You're going to have mm-hmm. to be our guest. You just have. To to promise yeah. to come back to here and play with us again yeah but it's like this yeah. very like this casino owner is like d- doing this thing where he's saying all these like nice things but in this like very threatening voice but of course Dougie doesn't like realize any of that yeah he's yeah. just like pointing he's, he's... at himself and says Dougie Jones that's the Dougie Jones. <laughs> Mr. Jackpots call for help yeah. like he's just saying all <laughs> Everything... of the things he learned yeah, uh, yeah. He meets the guy with a hot dog who t- tells him, yeah, like taps him in the chest and says, "Dougie Jones." And his wife is yeah. very concerned, but he's like, "Ah, eh, whatever. He's fine." <laughs> it's just old Dougie. Fine, Dougie. Good old Doug. Yeah, Dougie, yeah. where have you been? Oh, you got money, Dougie. <laughs> where did this money come from? <laughs> you live at. Remember, you live at. Whatever street the at the, the red, red door. door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Call a cab. Call a cab. Uh, so yeah, then the this limo driver is driving him home, and he's like, "But Dougie, you have to tell me what the address is. It's so dark. It's very hard to find where to see the color of the doors." But Dougie just repeats, "Red door." Uh, <laughs> so the limo driver, like, in the end, finds the door, and they're like go outside and there's like this really long awkward sequence when they're just standing there mm-hmm. it's very relatable where you're like around someone and just like none of you have anything to say so it's like you should break the silence but yeah. also like this it feels like this is going to seem very obvious but uh, the return feels very much like uh, all of um, the season two finale. Yeah. It's just like extended where like... Yeah. Yeah, you've got the guy like walking very slowly across the bank and, um, you know, it's it all feels very... Not all of it, but a lot of parts. Um, it just feels like, yeah, this is the normal amount of time that this would take in real life. Like, yeah, you know, instead of it's just like no, we have to show every every second of it as it as it goes, and it's like that is it's a stylistic choice that uh, I like. You know, I think it's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that scene sometimes wouldn't have my, my ADHD. Yeah, <laughs> my ADHD sometimes is like I want to check my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like no, no, we're we're watching a. This is a film. We're this watching is a film. film. 
This is, pre- <laughs> this is, this is prestige. This is prestige television. You can't check yeah. a phone during the prestige television. Yeah. Yeah, but what if somebody tweeted something uh, amusing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the main reason why I'm glad I got to see Dune in the cinema instead of instead of at home. Uh, not even because like the, the visuals and the sound are great and they're like really good to be experienced in a cinema but also it's like a really long movie and if I had watched it at home I would have like checked my phone all the time but like it was so it was good that I could like <laughs> see it I never check my phone during movies I'm I'm just I'm just the best oh look at you you've got all the <laughs> you need just going around don't you wow yeah yeah it's just in my body I'm, producing it myself I've, ch- I've checked my phone multiple times this podcast I'm unstoppable <laughs> that's wrong I'm a I'm a monster <laughs> can't believe this yeah I'm quitting i'm walking out <laughs> i was oh, like yeah. a couple of days ago i was like okay i'm gonna fill out all the unemployment papers i need to send uh and still like put on a movie while i was doing that like that <laughs> what was the movie i think it was but i'm a cheerleader it was oh, fuck yeah. oh classic but then, like after after like ten minutes, I like stopped doing my uh, papers and just watching the movie because it was very entertaining. So, hell yeah! Also, a movie that's barely over eighty minutes. So great stuff. Great film, great film. Everybody, go watch. But I'm a cheerleader right now. Hate to say it, yeah. but a very can. good RuPaul performance. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um. What we're we talking about? Oh yeah, that that scene where they're standing in front of the limo. I was just gonna say that that like wouldn't have worked if they had like yeah when i'm editing a podcast and there's like a bit of a longer pause i'm always like ah need to make it tight as if we were like always snappy and there's you know no pauses but like in in that yeah. scene just like the, the the impossibly long wait just like really added to like how how much people don't know how to react to Dougie. <laughs> yeah I think for this podcast, you should leave all the pauses in, yeah. just so it's sort of uh, it's sort of reflective. I think you know, we should have like, more uh, pauses, yeah. I mean, I am yeah. sometimes listening to. I'm at the point where I'm like listening to other podcasts, and I can immediately tell if they like cut out pauses or not. Like the, there's there's definitely yeah. like podcasts I listen to where I'm like, okay, so these people just like don't do don't do any editing. <laughs> Which is fine. Like sometimes yeah. it works that there's uh, there's more pauses. Some some other podcasters are like they don't stumble their words so much and they don't stutter and they don't say that many M's. They can just very distinctly maniacs all of them. Uh, put say Inhuman. long say complete sentences, which is very weird. Like if 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 a podcaster like doesn't end their sentences with like or something or or whatever all the time, <laughs> like, <laughs> how are you doing this? <laughs> what are you perf- what are you oh do you talk for a living oh okay oh, cool. oh, oh okay <laughs> yeah whatever I so guess. Janie E comes out of the door who's played by Naomi Watts great performance Naomi Watts one of the strongest performances in this because she has to this must be so hard to act against Kyle MacLachlan's Dougie like mm-hmm it's when when acting is reacting you have to like act as if someone was reacting to you who isn't reacting like who's who's reacting is not reacting who is an anti-reacting mm-hmm. <laughs> or if he does yeah. react it's going to be like very pointed or like very delayed it's 
it's an incredibly right. strong it, performance from Naomi extrapolating Watts. like you have to extrapolate all of the information from just his little echolalia yeah. repetitions of other uh yeah, other yeah, things yeah. he's heard yeah and she's like very mad at him at first uh but then she like brings him in uh, into the house uh she's like where have you been so you missed Sunny Jim's birthday, but then she finds out that 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 he that he won like thousands and thousands of dollars. And she's like, "Oh, finally, you can pay off your debt. This is good." Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna get you some of Sunny Jim's birthday cake. We uh, kept it for you, <laughs> which is <laughs> which is both nice and also like so sad to think about like what a piece of shit real Daggy was. Like, yeah, yeah. Or that was that was like a conceivable, you know. Yeah. He. This is probably something like this has happened before. Yeah, yeah. Where he just disappears for days and days. Um, and then the last thing we have with Dougie is like the the like this incredible comedy sequence where he yes. uh well first doesn't know how to piss. He's just like <laughs> holding his crotch and he's like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> very uncomfortable. So I mean, it's like dementia. Right, he's just yeah. Like, he has to be helped with everything. Mike, Mike shows up in the floor and says, "You're tr- you've been tricked, you've been trolled. Yeah. You got you got trolled by the epic troll man himself, <laughs> Mister Mister C." It's called we do a little trolling. He does. He yeah. He's just, <laughs> he really does. He's an epic prankster for sure. <laughs> um, yes, and then he goes and he eats breakfast. Uh, he drinks coffee, but it's hot. But he still likes um, it. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. the happiest he's ever been when he burns his mouth on the coffee because it's still damn good coffee. It's damn good coffee. <laughs> I've been looking at Kai McLachlan's t- Twitter uh, today after I watched this episode because I was like, I had this incredibly <laughs> cursed thought that I bet Kai McLachlan has really gotten into NFTs. He hasn't, as far as I can okay. tell. So that's good. That's the same. Uh, but he's <laughs> it's just incredible stuff because he's like posting. He's posting about Dune, which is nice. Uh, he's posting a great pic from the set of Blue Velvet, where they, where him and David Lynch are arguing about what's the best beer. Uh, and then if you scroll down a little, he made a tweet that says, uh, "Quote: I don't like my coffee damn fine or hot." And then the red flag emoji. <laughs> <laughs> which is both an insanely good tweet and makes me oh. wonder if he actually manages his own twitter or if this is like someone came up with a joke for him i have no idea because it's like a very online tweet uh i mean he tends to he, he takes in the memes yeah i could see yeah. i could see him having come up with it in the, ma- in own, the mainstream memes yeah that's such like a. That's also something nobody would ever say. Exactly, like that's why it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just so like it's so contorted to be like a reference. Yeah, yeah, like a, that, yeah. Th- but that's why it's good. Like a, a less funny joke would have said something that is like somehow grounded in reality. <laughs> but yeah, this is, I mean, this is like the type of shit post that I would do, right? Like that's why. <laughs> that's why I like it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. That's true. Um. Oh uh, yeah, this is also where he has his tie on funny, uh, which is oh yes, and take five by Dave Brubeck. Take, is take five is playing, yeah, to indicate wackiness. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> great track. Um, great track. I used it as inspiration for that one. Uh, the that one track on the 
redacted. Um, yeah. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talk about the FBI? Yes. Oh fuck yeah. The Federal Bureau. The FBI are also here. Um, um, we got we got our old friend yes. uh, David Cole. Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Albert is there. There's a woman. Tammy? Yeah. Tammy. Tammy Preston. Tammy, Tammy Preston. Her, yes. her acting got a lot of hate when this came out. Uh, I think it's got to be intentional. <laughs> I think it's deliberate. It, it fits. Yeah. yeah. It, it's not, the whole thing yeah. is like she's trying to be like awkwardly involved, but also she's just like very weird yeah. and like weird sexy. And she just like her ass is always yeah. like wiggling. And she's just like... <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's it is bizarre, but it's really good. I think in a way, um, I yeah, like. David her. I think got she's so fun. much hornier in those in that decade where he didn't do anything. He just you know. He was always horny. He just didn't. He just couldn't be horny for Twin Peaks. Um, I still believe that. He's it. horny. He was always yeah. horny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's always been horny. No, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, so. They are talking. Right. They're talking about some other thing. With again, like they find, they're like looking at this table of evidence, and like two mm. of the photos are pictures of girls in bikinis. Yeah, which is. <laughs> I I was intrigued uh, by the fact that Tammy is got red hair and is neither blonde nor like dark brown nor black. Yeah, what the I fuck? Oh like, yeah, what? a new Another, kind of woman. A new kind of woman. <laughs> <laughs> New woman just dropped. New woman just dropped. Um, She's not blonde over now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just Christabel's. Um, I mean, it's yeah, not, yeah. not her natural hair color, I assume, but it's also like what she has as an artist. It's just as what she artist. looks like. Yeah, she's, she's a musician. She worked on uh, she worked on Inland Empire song yeah. with Mr. David Lynch. Oh, no shit. Yeah, she's yeah. done a bunch of stuff where she's done, like, I think, two albums together with David Lynch. Uh, oh. Her music yeah, just sounds basically. Like it just sounds basically like what you'd expect a David Lynch collaboration to sound like. <laughs> All right. Did they do that um, that concert movie with Angelo Badalamenti that we're going to talk about someday? Mm, no. From like the eighties? No, I don't think so. Okay. Oh, okay, that was someone else. All right. Um, no, she was not alive back then she is she, oh. she was like 39 year old years old when filming this so uh oh, she's, a bit, right. she's not like a a child yeah yeah she's no because like there, there's a, a bit zoomer, there's right. a bit where okay. like where like david talks to uh not david where gordon talks to uh denise and denise is like uh young i know you're real horny yeah <laughs> horny for the young like 30 year old fbi alien, which is she's like almost 40 yeah which may be commentary on its yeah. own. Hmm. Denise is um, pretty good <laughs> in this scene. I'm glad that I'm glad Denise is back. Yeah. I I really like this scene. I think it sort of um retroactively valorizes uh Denise as a character. Mm. And like cause, cause like, you know, cause she very well could have not come back. Because, you know, that's She's like one of the only aspects from like the season two wasteland that comes back. Yeah. Like we don't hear anything about yeah. um Wyndham Earl or Yes. The, yeah. The, we don't we don't hear from Dick Tremaine or the Pine <laughs> yeah, or anything. I know, I know. I wish 
Yeah, there's yeah. no. You could have got one Civil War Ben reference. In, right. I think. Could have done I would have laughed. Maybe there is. I, mean, I just forgot about on it. On the bright side, while we don't have little Nikki, we do have Wally Brando, which is just, if not better, uh, just. Yeah. We do. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's such a um, good scene. Uh, should, should we finish up the FBI stuff? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. So there's they yeah they find they pull up. Um, Tammy shows Gordon and Albert uh, pictures from the the glass box room. We see the the fucked up corpses of the two people who were fucking. Uh, yeah. And. And then they find out that uh, Cooper is back and he wants to talk <gasps> to Gordon. He's in prison. He got arrested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for, for cream corn related crimes. For cream corn crimes. <laughs> cream corn, cream corn crimes. crimes. Yeah. Crime corn. Um, cream crimes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think um, that that's when, that's when we have the Denise scene where Denise is now the head of the FBI. It's problematic um, uh, that she's head of the FBI. It's a bad organization, but yeah. I mean, this would never, this would never happen in real life. Like, I don't think <laughs> this is David Lynch's idealized version of the FBI. I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, or Mark. He also dead names her for like no reason. Yeah, that was weird. That's. Yeah. But I'm, I'll give the I'll give that a pass because it was in it was. You know, it was the, in- was, the intention he, was good. Yeah, he was trying. <laughs> he was trying. He was, you know. He's got that. Yeah, he's doing that ally thing where you're like, you gotta, you gotta do the dead name just so people know what you're talking about. Just so, and like, <laughs> yeah, just so we know. Like, I remember. Just so yeah, you do, know. Do you remember? Like, yeah, okay. It's yeah. like okay, yeah. Yeah. Remember, you were a rowdy guys then, Great. To, <laughs> I told those guys to change their heart or die. Fix their hearts and die. That's yeah. The, that's kind of the thesis of the whole thing, I think, kind of. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's what happens to the characters, more or less. I mean, it's also David yeah, Lynch being an epic... Fix the hearts and die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> David Lynch having an epic self-insert to say that he's cool. Yeah, he's like, listen, I don't know if you've heard, but I'm pretty cool. Yeah. I'm still cool. David was always cool. What I actually, yeah. what I actually love about that that scene more than the fixer heights and die is like at the very end where they talk about where Denise is like, um, so you, you're taking Tammy with you, and they have this whole spiel about how, well, I'm old fashioned. Mm. Now I was one to have a pretty lady on the investigations, <laughs> and then at the end, Gordon says to says to Denise, Denise, there can be two beautiful women in the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> that's really that's sweet. I like that. Yeah, yeah. As like uh, old people flirting. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they go to. South Dakota. Yeah. And they're like, where's where's Mount Rushmore? It's not there. I hate Mount Rushmore, <laughs> by the way. Just a personal aside. I've seen it. It's fine. Albert? Just... Is Albert's here? Albert's coming. Albert's there. Albert's yeah. here. We love to see him. Uh, yeah. He was... Did he already have cancer here, the actor? I feel. I think he did, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he died very yeah, shortly after. He also died he before He did die the... very quickly afterwards. I think, yeah. yeah, I think he died before it actually came Within out. Within a... Miguel Ferrer, yeah. Gosh. Yeah, he's great. Um, they go and see Cooper, or uh, Evil Cooper. They go see Mr. C in the, uh, he's in the one, one-way one mirror. N- no. Yeah, 
he's in the jail and he yeah. Yeah. speaks very strangely like I was running behind I need you to debrief me about mm. Philip Jeffries yeah I was running late when I had my accident he <laughs> says he says it in a really weird specific way and then he says yeah. the same thing again yeah he's like very repetitive. yeah and they're like ah yeah. I don't think this is like normal Koo. <laughs> this, this doesn't. This is not how I remember Koo being. I know it's been yeah. twenty five years, but he seems a bit different. He gave a thumbs up, so yeah, yeah this is a famous the most thing. like he's like I was working undercover. Yeah, like, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, and then they go talk outside of a diner, and it's like a uh, blue filtered day for night. Yeah, kind of look. I've, everyone um, got so mad about this uh, <laughs> They're like, what? wow, it's, it's so it's obvious that it's just blue-filtered daytime. It's like, yeah, but I don't think that's like... <laughs> I don't know why that's yeah. a problem. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't It is know. weird, I mean, but yeah. it's like, I don't know. I yeah, don't but know. they're also talking about the blue rose case, so come on. Yeah. Oh, of course, right. It's blue. Yeah, blue rose. It doesn't get any bluer. doesn't get any bluer. Yeah. Um, there's also a part where, but this is uh, yeah. yeah they they send Tammy inside to the diner and they like, it's very like male gaze like the camera like pans <laughs> down to look at her ass. <laughs> they like, are both oh, looking. Oh, like, oh boy, Onga Boinga, like, have you seen that lady's ass? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Albert's like I'm feeling better now, and it's like, come on, come on, come on. Albert is very obviously gay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, I don't know. It was can't lie to me. <laughs> that was that was gross. I didn't care for that part. Um, <laughs> it's but whatever. So weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's very weird. But the scene after that, like when they have this conversation, is is like actually one of my favorite scenes. Or like was when I was originally watching. Like I really loved the scene where I like this. This was this was the moment because because like the first two episodes came out at once, and then the other two went up to streaming, so you could could like already watch them. Uh, like they were on the internet, so like I watched them pretty much after that, and and like this this little like whispered conversation that they have with like Gordon's uh, hearing aid being like turned up to the max is is just like so like tensely shot, like it's it, and it's so so much like yeah. they they have this like conversation where it's uh, Albert being like this is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was the one who yeah. gave Jeffries the information. Um, to get. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Coop called me and asked for the information, and I was like, sure. Then I gave it to yeah, him, sure, even though yeah. he's like disappeared and no one's heard from him in like fucking yeah. twenty years. Yeah, and then someone got killed right after that. Yeah, and uh, and it's like, yeah, that's super not fucking great, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's like at the end they have this thing where it's like, Albert, oh, do you have any idea what's going on? No, do you? I have no idea. Like they, it's just really intense about how much they're confused by this. Yeah, just like us. Just like yeah. us, the viewer. Ah oh, shit! Wow. Yeah, Gordon is like, do you understand the situation, Albert? And then he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't understand it at all. But it's yeah, it's a blue rose, situation. is it? Don't get any blue. Don't get any blue. And then yeah. we cut to the Bang Bang Bar, and uh, some band is playing that David Lynch likes. 
I like that Classic. band. I think I, I think somebody. It's Orivlas Simone. Yeah, I like that band. Yeah, I've, pretty good. I've song. seen I've seen some clips on YouTube and I I enjoyed it. It's good. They got three ladies on uh, on some keyboards. Yeah, I, pre- I appreciate that. I mean, it's, that's what I'm saying. It seems oh, yeah, like cool. exactly the type of music that David Lynch would be into. Yeah, totally like Julie Cruz adjacent. Yeah, yeah, modern Julie Cruz. Yeah, yeah. We have oh, and on the on episode two or three, no, yeah, episode three. There's like a country band. Yeah, that ends it. I like these little mm. like live music performance. Uh endings while the credits play yeah episode yeah, I think it's good. episode two had the chromatics yeah which rules i love the chromatics oh they're from okay yeah pretty good i don't i don't know much about the chromatics but i like the song they were playing there so yeah there's gonna be some really heavy hitters later on <laughs> oh yeah what, like the, the the nine inch nails like yeah the nine inch nails <laughs> yeah. yeah the nine inch nails um, um, that's Ed, Edward yeah. Lewis Severson the third. Yeah, uh, Rebecca Del Rio comes back for a for a song. Yeah, which is exciting. And and there's one that I'm really excited to get to, but I'm not gonna say which one. Mm. Um, Excellent. But it's someone who's always been cool. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Oh shit! I forgot. I should have got um, shoe on. Yeah, they should have got shoe on. Uh, I would have loved we, that. we need to talk about the Twin Peaks plot that also happens. Um, Which one? Oh, you mean uh, Wally Brando? <laughs> Wally Brando. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's just a bunch of other Twin Peaks stuff. Like there's uh, the, the aforementioned Jacoby painting the shovels golden. Uh, yeah. In like a really long cool. sequence. Very. Jacoby is so funny in in the return. <laughs> He's great. Yeah, I can't wait to get to his this little show. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's a QAnon guy now. Oh, totally. Yeah, no, that's the yeah. He is he is basically yeah like that's a, the like implication. Guy. Yeah, but sort of a weirdly apolitical uh, QAnon guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's just like, like show me we have the shit. He's like a libert- He's just like a libertarian weird yeah, sort of exactly. Guy. Yeah. Yeah, but there's also um, the bits of like Bobby crying. Um, oh God! That I don't scene. don't remember the exact series of events that happened here, but it's like basically Hawk is like uh, Lucy. He gets like Lucy and Andy together to help him to find out what is missing, and then Lucy is like, "Oh, I know the, that one sh- chocolate bunny is missing because I love chocolate so much and I ate it." Uh, yeah. And then Hawk is like Doesn't really want to believe it But then later he's like But Lucy's intuitions are always so right <laughs> Maybe it is about the bunny And he's like No, it's not about the bunny <laughs> And then like one of my favorite scenes Is when uh, like, oh, All this Lucy's All this Twin Peaks stuff is so good Like when uh, when Sheriff Truman shows up Not Not that one, his brother uh, who is I, I think is very good. Yeah. Like this, this Truman I like a lot. Yeah, uh, it's great because the because yeah. the original actor uh, Michael Antkin, yeah. uh he yeah. retired and gave him a flat no when they asked him to come back. 
So they're like, okay, he just yeah. has another brother who just also became the sheriff, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I and mean, it's because because Harry Makes is sense. ill. And it's yeah. a bummer to not have Harry here just because of the personal connection that he has to uh, to Coop. But at the same time, this actor uh, who is... What is his name? Uh, let me... He's got he's got big David Lynch old man reliable character <laughs> yes. energy. Yeah. Yes. He's yeah, Robert Forster is the actor's name. Um yeah. who is like a character actor who's been in like everything. <laughs> he has so many credits, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh but he's just like he's like wearing this cowboy hat and it's like this very like uh very nonplussed guy is very patient with like Lucy being freaked out by cell phones for the fifty thousandth time. Like that scene is, I she just doesn't get it. Like they're trapped in the nineties. It's people always forget about how funny David Lynch is, but like that that scene got like genuine like laugh out loud moment out of me when like oh yeah when Andy is like cell phones Lucy. Why does this keep happening? <laughs> that means they're mobile. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so they've got all the evidence out, and uh, there's a picture of Laura Palmer, and Bobby comes in, yeah. and it plays the Laura Palmer theme, and he cries, he and cries. I cry in real yeah. life. Cause He's shit, like, what man. The Laura picture. Why is that out? What's going on? Everyone, um, yeah, it's really sad. I love to see Bobby. I love Bobby. Love him. Love to see him. Yeah. Hate to see Chad. Chad is so Hate funny. To see Chad. I love Chad. Just listen, listen. So there's this <laughs> thing that someone's bringing drugs into Twin Peaks, yeah. uh, which is bad, and then and it's probably someone with like links to the police, and it's very obviously Chad. <laughs> he's just here and he's evil and he's a dickhead. <laughs> Just comes in and he says, "Oh, uh, he's he has a le- epic atheist moment when yeah. they talk about um, <laughs> talk about log lady." Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Oh, you're I'll go just talk taking to orders my, from crazy lady." I'll go talk to my pine cone. <laughs> it's like, all right, cool. <laughs> cool it's so funny. It's just like this is this is a, this is an actor who doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. The guy who plays Chad, um, but he he just nails the vibe of being this incredibly <laughs> shitty person so well like it's just like yeah. the shittiest looking person also like he, he's his like outfit is like ill-fitting <laughs> and he's like yeah yeah like, has this shitty such beard. a dickhead it's so good god how does this how does the twin peak stuff end after that uh d- oh yeah uh, bobby bobby mentions that uh, coop was the last guy who saw his dad uh and that that yeah. happened like after so apparently like after the end of season two, uh the mm. doppelganger coop went to see um Garland. Is that his name? Yeah. 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 He went to see Garland and uh and they had a talk and then after that uh he died in a explosion, I think that was the thing. Yeah, yeah. fire or something. The, or like a gas station fire, yeah, something like that. So it's like Ooh, kind of sus. Yeah, don't totally. like what. I mean, if if you didn't, if you if you weren't like, uh, if you didn't see uh, the doppelganger be a complete shithead yet, um, now it turns out he killed this fan favorite character. So, 
That's so rude That's of him. Bad. Mm. We also find out that uh, the, they find they identify the John Doe, but it's blocked by the military. <laughs> Who could it uh-huh. be? <laughs> oh, Spookies, mysterious. Spooky. And then also. Uh, we can finally talk about Wally Brando because this is when he yes. shows up. Uh, Wally Brando's here. <laughs> they're like in the. They're like in the. He's, they're he's, still looking at the evidence, uh, and then this other cop comes in, and the, he's like, "Wally Brando is here." And then Andy and Lucy are like so happy, <laughs> and he also says, "Wally Brando is here to play his respects to you, Sheriff Truman." <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. It's <laughs> like it's so. It's so stupid. It's so great. It's Michael Cera. He's here. <laughs> he, they're wearing a beret. I love the beret. He's he's wearing a beret and he's wearing this leather jacket where you just like just by looking at him you can just like imagine it making squeaky sounds. Um, yeah. And it has Mr. The... Mr. C's Mr. C's leather jacket is like well worn. Yeah. You know. He's probably never taken it off. He's this... he's dressed like Marlon Brando. Yeah, in yeah. the wild one. Um, it's got his and... name on it. It's just <laughs> Wally yeah. written in white. It's like all right. Well, that's because that's, that's what Brian Marlon Brando's jacket has his name. Oh, does it? Uh, oh, okay. Right next to it. So it's it's just literally the exact same outfit. Yeah, <laughs> that's really um, good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, hold on, let me let me send you a picture. Um, mm. so yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. It's just very, it's just very funny. Yeah, except oh, yeah, like uh, Marlon Brando looks like natural in it, whereas on yeah, yeah, on yeah. Michael oh, Sarah yeah. it just looks completely it's very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and he's there, and he does just an absolutely like fucking it's insane monologue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like, I have wanted the, the the stretch of our land. <laughs> It's just they want to tell my parents that they can turn my uh, they can do what they wish with my childhood bedroom. They want to they want to build a study for the two of them. They're sweet people. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just it's just it's like I crisscrossed this great land of ours countless times. <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's like I fed to, I think about Lewis. And his friend Clark. <laughs> first Caucasians. to see this part of the world. Oh my god. It's just such a funny idea to be like, okay, what would what would Harry and Lucy's child be like? Well, what about someone who impersonates Marlon Brando but like in a in like a really uh like a really off kilter way? Um, it's like yeah, it's like I think, I think Michael Sarah was like the perfect choice. Yeah, nobody else could have, could have done. But this. like, but like, the Marlon Brando thing is just such a weird decision. Like, why do you- <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like this idea of like you know Marlon Brando like defined this like idea idea of masculinity basically. This yeah, um, this classic classic male tough guy uh, thing that yeah. you know, he was the best at and like a lot of people tried to do it and they were less good at it so like, what if we put in an actor who is like the opposite of that mm-hmm. right 
What if he was just like? What if they were like? Maybe it's kind of stupid though. It's yeah. kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah. What? It's, and they just yeah, phenomenal. it just just derail everything for him to do this really really long monologue, um, which is just very enjoyable. And I'm I'm so glad that they did it because it it yeah lives in my heart. Yeah, forever. I mean that's where the like slow pace or the like. Take it, taking its time pace of the show just really pays off with like moments like that because it's it's played it's like played completely straight somehow like in a way that's like i mean it's very funny but it's, but nobody's laughing like he's doing this monologue lucy and andy are loving it and then it cuts back to like sheriff truman who is like just has this completely empty expression yeah it's just like all right it just goes like, back inside completely just doesn't care <laughs> it's really the it's really the, the the frank truman reaction shot that just really makes that scene phenomenal stuff <laughs> so good god um was there well, anything else in these first four episodes just having because i'm looking at the marlon brando thing and it has john on it but like having wally on it instead is so much funnier <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah i think i think we've talked mm. about all this stuff that happened. We talked about enough, I think. We talked about but, we talked for the a lot, moment. yeah. But obviously, this will continue. In uh, now, we've introduced all this stuff in our next episode, yeah. which will be the next four episodes. I think so because it ends on episode eight. So <laughs> don't think we can do more than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Next, next episode, Dale Cooper is gonna come back and it's gonna be great. He's gonna do the coffee thing. It'll be great. He'll have coffee yeah, and so cool. cherry pie and. And we'll, we'll get to the bottom of who of uh, who killed Laura Palmer, and he'll go and he'll throw rocks to <laughs> the bottle again, and, and um, yeah, and it'll be so fun. Yeah, yeah. super hijinks. Maybe Andy will step on a board it... again. All your favorite yeah. things. They'll just do the entirety of, of Twin Peaks season one and the good parts of season two mm-hmm. just over again. Yeah, just just again, so mm-hmm. you can enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I can't that's wait what we, for. That's what that's what the fans that's wanted. How... That's how I remember episode 8 going. It's just, like, fun, nostalgic. Yeah, can wait yeah. for Audrey to just dance into the scene and just, like, be really fun yeah, and, and just bubbly do the, again. Do the dance. Right. And yeah. she'll have a plot that'll make sense. Yeah, she'll be and, normal. Uh, all of our favorite, uh, all yeah, our she's favorite fine. guys will be there. Yeah. I don't know. So long as Ben Horn's got his big old wet cigar, I'm happy. That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, we forgot to we forgot to talk, we forgot to mention the the big like and episode end stinger where it's like uh, I don't know what's going on with with this Cooper like it's this is when uh, was when Albert and Gordon are talking about like I don't know what's going on with this Cooper but there's one person that needs to see him do you know where she is and Albert oh. is like I know where she drinks that's right Oh, yeah it's gonna be um uh, yeah it'll be. Donna. Yep. Donna, she'll be back. She's coming back. She'll Donna have her will be back. Can't wait to see Donna. She'll have her sunglasses. Can't wait to and see what Donna's up and, to. Uh, and, uh, it's Evelyn. No, it's Evelyn. Sorry. No, it's Evelyn. <laughs> she'll be back. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, Evelyn will be here. I think well, that has been the episode. I don't remember what's going to happen in the next three. Like, I don't remember what's going to happen before episode eight. So, looking forward to revisiting those. Um, we'll see you with episodes five to eight. Oh, we sure will. Uh, it's going to be exciting. Next time on Lichpin. Yep, until then, uh, stay fruity and... Um, uh, stay fruity. 
Stay yeah. fruity. Um, Stay fruity. <laughs> Stay fruity. Um, uh, what's another great quote? Oh yeah, call for help, I guess. Call for help. Call for help. Call for help. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs>